Thank you, God. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Okay, the first scripture we're going to go into today is Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 13. Chapter 6, 9 to 13. Okay. And Matthew chapter 6 is, is teaching about praying. Prayer, the power of prayer. And when you pray, you don't pray and asking God for things that you need, but you pray and you use it to get draw closer to God, draw closer to Jesus. Not just when you need something from God and Jesus as a whole, but when, you know, when things are going good and when they're going, even when they're going bad, you know, so because that shows when, okay, when you, when you're going through rough patches, then you go to God, but when you, when things are going good, you don't go to him, but we got to learn, okay, when things are going good, go to him and thank him daily. They yeah. thank him Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, every day. So when things come up, uh, trials come up. They'll gotta see it. Jesus see it, and they'll see it and say, "You know what? My son or my daughter needs me, needs me, and I'm gonna intervene. I'm gonna make a way out of no way." When we go through trials and and rough patches and rough times, you know, the, the word is 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 key about prayer and about a lot of other things. But you know, we gotta start praying and just getting our strength from prayer. And from God, and when He speaks in our prayer, we gotta listen and uh, allow Him to make us whole. Allow our prayer to not to go in vain, but to go go to them wholeheartedly when things are going good, and also when they are going bad. Go to Him both times and daily throughout the week when things are going good. Thank Him, Lord. I thank You. Thank You for another day, for awakening and rising and seeing another day. This blessed Sunday night, March seventeenth. We could never see, but God allowed us all to wake up. So we got to give them the glory daily, throughout Amen. the day. Amen. You know, even when it's raining, when it's snowing, when you when you, when you when you snowed in, when it's pouring down raining, when you get soaked. Thank you, Jesus. You protected me. You protected. He protects us all daily. Amen. So That's we got to right. understand to thank Him, and and not allow our prayer to go in vain when we pray. You know, go to him wholeheartedly, put everything on the line, mm-hmm. and ask, ask him to come into your heart and make you, and purify you. You know, like, like a, it's almost like a detox. Because when right. God come, when Jesus and God come into your heart, and it, it, you know, you become a new person, a new, new human being. So we got to understand that prayer is, is needed daily through the rough patches and also when things are going good and flowing. When they're not flowing and when they're flowing. So prayer is key. You know, and and it states here in in uh, Matthew chapter six. Uh, it also states about uh, in verse fourteen and fifteen. It mm-hmm. states about uh, forgiveness. You know, forgiving. Uh, for in verse fourteen of uh, Matthew chapter six, it states, "For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you." So this saying is telling all of us. That the power of forgiveness is key. 
if God can forgive us for anything uh, hard that we have done or said or anything uh, that we have done, he's able to forgive us. He doesn't forget it, but he forgives us. And, you know, that's what we as human beings must do and not retaliate with guns or knives or 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 fighting with our fists. We all are we all are family. Doesn't matter what nationality we are. Absolutely. We all are family. We all are God's children. We all are a part of Jesus. We all are a part of the Holy Spirit. And they all work together and we all work together for good. So we gotta work together and work together and build together, not tear down one another when things don't go right or when we need something and that person don't show up. We gotta still okay, you know what? If that person don't show up, I know one person will. I know Two people will. God and Jesus, his son Jesus, will show up. Mm-hmm. It won't be when you need it right then, but if you keep praying and asking, it will it will it will be produced like like fruit mm-hmm. and vegetables. They produce, you know, you, you water them and you put them seeds down and you put the dirt over and then you you know, it's only God and that soil and then the sun and the water, that's that's God making that Whatever that is, that fruit, that vegetables grow up and grow beautifully. Mm-hmm. So that's just like how we are. Right. We are God's children, and and He He grew grown us. You know, uh, He birthed us. You know, and we all are His children. Jesus died for us, and God made us. And we just gotta be thankful and pray daily. And then in verse uh, fifteen it says, "But if ye forgive not men that trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses." So this. In itself, it's the repercussion of you not forgiving mm-hmm. any of us, not forgiving whoever have said anything indecent or done anything indecent to any one of us. Because right. that happens daily. A person may say something foul. They may do something foul. They may ask, say something crazy. But, you know what, you, 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 know, you say, you know what, forgiveness. I forgive he or she. You know, you know they may be having a rough day. They may been through something that day. But you say, you know what, forgiveness is key. You don't, you don't go back and forth with them, uh, you know, speaking back to back because it, it escalates to fighting, to, yeah. to, to retaliating with guns, knives. We got to start working together and uh, building. And uh, forgiveness is key. And if God and Jesus are able to forgive us, they don't forget. Mm-hmm. But if we move forward, we move forward together. And then you never know when you will need that person. Never know when you need that person. You know, God may have brought that person right in your life to to help you, or even you may not at the first that first time don't know it, but sooner or later He brings it to pass, and then that person it, 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 He'll show that that person is meant to be for you or in your life to inspire you Amen. or to encourage you, and that's what God Amen. and Jesus does. They encourage us daily to to uh, be positive, uh, go. In the right direction. Be encouraged. If someone's talking foul or, or, or doing something crazy, you don't walk that way. You go the other way. Because you go the right way, you know that it is good and right. Amen. Amen. So, um, the next scripture we're going to go on in itself is... Uh, Luke uh, 17. Okay. Yes. Luke 17? Yes. Yes. Uh, we're just gonna go through. Uh, Luke seventeen. 
Yes. And then what verse you want to come from? We're going to go to uh, just Luke 17. All right, you want to oh, yeah. All right, Luke 17. He said to his disciples, offenses will certainly come. But woe to the one that come through. It would be better if the milestone were hung around his neck and he was thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these ones to stumble. But be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against wait, you wait, seven wait. times. Let me stop you. Let me stop you for a minute. Okay. Um, actually, Luke chapter 17, verse uh -huh. 11 through 19. 11 through 19? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. 11 through 19. All right, and it reads this thus. While traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samara and Galilee. He entered into the village where ten men with seriously skin disease met him. He stood at the distance and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he told them to go, show yourself to the priests. And while they were going, they were healed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned with a loud voice and gave glory to God. And he fell down on his face and his feet and thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, When not ten cleansed, where are the nine? Did any return to give glory to God except the foreigner? And as he told him, Get up, go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Made you well. Amen. And this Luke 17, verse 11 through 19, is about we all must, as human beings around the globe, give thanks. Give thanks to God and Jesus for all things. All things through the, the rough patches, through the days that, you know, things are not going good. Maybe they are going bad. Even when we are healed from any disorder any cancer it's not just that uh the uh you know when you have cancer they they give you uh the cancer, what they have? Uh, leukemia leuke what is it? yeah leukemia oh, what's that? Mm. chemo yeah mm -hmm. or when when you have cancer it's it's god and jesus and your faith mm -hmm. so in uh luke 17 when the 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 10 men that were that had leprosy um, they asked God, they asked Jesus for help. And, you know, it was out of all ten that he helped, only one came back, and that was the foreigner. Out of those ten. And that, the other nine, you know, they, they just wanted to be healed and that was it. it. They wanted mm -hmm. to come back and say, you know what? Thank you, Jesus, for the blessing. We got to start, okay, when we when, when God and Jesus make a way out of no way for all of us and bring us through something and take us through something, it, it may be hard. It may be, we might have some rough patches along the way, but when we be brought through it, we got to say, thank you, Jesus. We got to say, thank you, God. We got to say, thank you, Holy Spirit, because without God and Jesus bringing us, taking us through it, and bring us through it, you know, we'll be the same way as we are. So we gotta, we gotta say thank you, thank you God, thank you Jesus, thank you Holy Spirit for taking me through that, even though it was some rough patches uh, along the way, but all in all, you brought 
me through it. You brought us, he brought us all through something in our life. Those who are homeless, they're going through something right now. But you know what? Their faith is down. So when their faith is down, they they don't they don't have that guidance to to okay want to make a change and want to make a make a way. You know, and turn the right direction. So, but if they have the faith and and grow and it has encouragement from someone else to get that encouragement and to to start reading scriptures and you know making those scriptures a part of them. You know, but they gotta you know be willing, gotta be willing to to get into the word. Uh, ask God to to make you whole. Ask Jesus to make you whole. Ask Jesus to come into your heart and. And and make you whole, and God, when when they take you through that, you being homeless, or you being through sicknesses or disease, when they bring you through it, you gotta be saying, okay, thank you, Jesus, thank you, God, you brought me through it. It was a rough times, but I can. And we when we get when we when he God and Jesus bring us through it, we gotta be like a a, a testimony to someone else. When we go to church, when you start going back to church, you 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 go up and and you, you bring forth a testimony. You, you say, you know what, I. I don't be even even shy or afraid to say what you've been through, but you let them let because anyone in that church or in, in in that in the church period can be going through the same thing you may be going through in that time or at that time. So in that encouragement that that you speak out of your mouth, maybe that light or that encouragement that they, they need to make a way or make a turn in the right direction, but we got to always give thanks, give thanks to God when we wake up, when we rise, when he allows us to see another day, give thanks when we eat at the table, when we all eat and we have something to eat, because in other places around the world, a lot of kids, they don't have anything to eat, they don't have anything to drink, but, you know, it's, you know, and we, in the United States, we have food, we have food, and we have water, and, you know, and, we just got to say thank you. Give thanks. Things are not going right in the government right now, but we still got to give thanks. We are in revelation times, and we got to give thanks to God and, and, and know that, you know, things are happening right now because it's in the Word. And we got to know things are coming to pass that was supposed to come to pass like it says in the Word. It's supposed to come to pass, and it's coming to pass now in this season. So we got to understand to give thanks daily for life, for love, yeah. for family, for yeah. encouragement, for guidance. And just, you know, forgiveness is key. And, you know, like the, the other nine lepers, the man that was healed of the leprosy, you know, they, they, they didn't have the heart to come back and say, Act, tell Jesus thank you. But the one, the foreigner that came far from another uh, area code mm -hmm. came back and thanked him. So when we That's go true. through the same thing in life, the things that we are trial times we are going through, we got to go back to Jesus and go back to God when He bring us through it. Any sickness, any hardship, any yeah. debt, go back to Him. And when they bring you through it, still give Him the glory, still give Him the praise, still worship and fellowship uh, with, amongst one another and, and be encouraged. Mm -hmm. And when we be encouraged, you know, right. that light can shine on someone else. And be that guidance and be that shining light to someone else. We got to be thankful. And be thankful is the key. Because when we don't give thanks, you know, it, it'll be hard. We got to give thanks to God and Jesus for, for everything they have done for us. Because at any moment, those who have all the money in the world, they can be homeless. That's right. They can they cannot have. They, they, we can have a short shortening of food. Like... 
that makes me go to into another scripture actually. Okay. Amen. Amen. Uh, Exodus chapter sixteen and seventeen. Chapter 16 and 17. Okay, you said um, chapter 16, verse 17? Yeah. Verse 17. So the Israelites did this. Some gathered a lot, some gathered a little. That's, you want me to keep going? Uh... No, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. And this uh, Exodus chapter 16, verse 17. This is about trust. We got to trust in God and we got to understand that like in Exodus chapter 16 and 17, we got to, mm. it makes us think, okay, like the children that, um, that came out of uh, and the families that came out of uh, Egypt, right. that Moses brought out of Egypt, right. when they were traveling to, when they was going to their uh, destination, mm -hmm. they had a shortness of food and, and drink. And right. it, like I was just saying that we got to trust in God. Just think if, if any of our children or any of us were without food or had a shortness of food mm -hmm. or water mm -hmm. or drink, mm -hmm. Uh, how we act, how we act, you know, how we be like, like the children that, that, uh, the Israelites, when they came out of, when God, when Moses brought them out by the help of God, mm -hmm. it was a shortness of food and, and drinks and the children and the people were getting like, like, you know, like in despair, like, man, what, you know, what's going to take? We don't have anything to eat, mm -hmm. you know, and they were losing faith, yeah. but we, you know, we got to trust in God, even when we. Our, our, our loss of food and, and loss of uh, water and shortness of water and food, we kind of still give thanks to God and say and trust in Him that you know what, He will make a way daily. Mm -hmm. He will make a way when we don't have something. Go to Him and say, God, I know You're making a way, and sooner or later You will make a way. But and that's you know that that was uh, what Moses was telling them as well. You know, hey, we we got a shortness of this the food and the water, but you know, have faith. Don't lose your faith. You know, God's going to bring us through it. And he brought them through it. Right. He brought them through it like never before, you know. And, you know, we just got to give thanks. And we got to be encouraged. We got to encourage one another to, to trust in God. And trust in the promises that he gives us daily. Because when we do, we see, we see uh, blessings and miracles happen. We got to do it daily. Once we do it Monday through Friday, Saturday to Sunday, month to month, year to year. Over time, and he sees that through the good and the bad times, even when you're going through uh, no food, no water for a while. That can happen in the United States. It can happen at any moment. But we got to have the faith and trust in God. And our trust comes from God. It don't come in a government. It don't come in mother and father, but it comes in from God and Jesus right. and when we trust in God and Jesus and allow you know that in itself allows them to see okay they trust in us they trust in us and we we 
They they always work together for our good. So we just got to have our trust and our faith, not in money, Mm -hmm. not in a government, not in a president, but in God Mm -hmm. and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And trust them to all be as one and work for our good. And they all do. But we got to have faith. Once we have faith, but if our faith is dead, then we have nothing. A dead faith brings forth nothing, you know. So we got to understand that, you know, they're working for our good. And when we have trust in them and we encourage daily, everybody, not just our family, but families all over work together and trust into one another and trust in God and and encourage them daily, you know, God will make a way out of no way. So the next scripture we're going to go to is, amen, amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 5. Verse 16. Verse 16? Yes. All right, verse 16. In the same way, let your life shine before men so that they may see the good works and give glory to the Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. Um, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, it states that your light, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is have is in heaven so daily we all as human beings man and woman boy and girl we all must show everyone the good in us by our doing blessing others giving to others you know and and blessing and sharing words of encouragement with one another and and uh, give thanks. Don't 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 don't. When they say thank you or whatever, mm-hmm. don't 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 say thank you back. But just just say you know what. Don't thank me. Don't thank he or she. But thank God mm-hmm. because God. Without God, our light couldn't shine. Right. You know we wouldn't be a, alive without Jesus down on the cross and God giving them, us His only begotten Son. We wouldn't be alive and our our, our light wouldn't be able to shine. But every Absolutely. every day. Every day, like, like like you said, this day is a day that the Lord has made. Every day is a day that the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. And every day we must let our light shine mm-hmm. by blessing one another, giving mm-hmm. back to one another, loving each other, mm-hmm. respecting mm-hmm. one another, mm-hmm. and showing each other. It's okay to be respectful. It's okay to bless someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, God, God will bless you right back. Don't worry when you get it, but mm-hmm. understand that he sees what you do. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it, if you're doing it for the the inner you and the inner good mm-hmm. and the good of man and the good of God and the good of Jesus mm-hmm. then you know but we shouldn't boast about anything or you know because the thanks goes to God the thanks goes to Absolutely. Jesus the thanks goes to the Holy Spirit and they work together for our good mm-hmm. so we must we all as human beings man woman boy or girl we must 
work together, not fight one another. But we gotta we gotta learn to shed light, shed our light, and let our light shine. Let that glow shine like the light when the light is on. Let it shine when when the sun sun is flowing outside. Even though it'll be hot, let the light shine. Share words of encouragement. Someone that you see homeless at the bus bench. Share encouragement uh, 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 and say, have a blessed day. Ma'am, have a blessed day. Sir, have a blessed day. That that encouragement can can be just what they need to allow sinking them and make a change right then and there. Absolutely. They may be going through a rough patch, but let that light shine. Let your light shine by giving encouragement to someone else. You never know what that encouragement. Are uh, you just saying, sir, have a blessed day or ma'am, have a blessed day. What can that can do to make them make a whole three sixty and that's turn around? Absolutely. And you know, and that's what we if we start doing that, we will see a lot of change in the world. Start blessing one another. Start sharing giving encouragement to one another. You see somebody somebody hungry here, give you a couple of dollars. This is this is not for me, this is from God. He bestowed it upon me, so I'm gonna bestow it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm giving you and blessing you, but it's from God. You know. Bless the homeless. You see that they need a blanket, a pillow, or a sheet, a cover. They don't have anything. You see them, you know, pass along a couple of dollars, a blanket, a sheet. Sacrifice. You know, God loves sacrifice. And and Jesus loves sacrifice. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice and died for us. And so we can live. Without him and without the love of Christ and, and his father, we wouldn't be here today to see another year. Or to see another day, or to see this month, March 17th. Everybody didn't wake up. It was, it was a lot of funerals probably yesterday. Some, But whoever had passed alone, I rest. I pray that they rest in peace and, and I pray strength and healing for their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we all have lost, but we all have, uh, God has brought back, given us, mm-hmm. blessed us with. So we just gotta be thankful and let our light shine. Let our light shine. That don't mean the light outside. That don't mean turn on the light. But that mean let your light shine. You know, pour out. Bless those who don't have. Share love. Share allow to pour out. Allow to pour out. Don't hey. You see you see people looking at you a certain way because you're giving. Uh, man, pour it out. Oh, God sees. Jesus sees, and they see the good in you. They see that your heart is pure. And a pure heart is what God loves. A pure heart is what Jesus loved. When Jesus was on this earth doing great deeds, healing people, turning water into wine, you know, and, and healing the tent of leprosy. Amen. That's right. You know, that's only the Son of God can do that. You know, only the Son of God and can do that. And he had 12 disciples that, you know, that he, that they had faith and they, they followed him. And they trust in him. And we all are God's disciples and we must follow him. Once we follow him and trust in him during the good times and the bad times, follow him. You know, and, and you know, allow him to make us whole and, and to purify us and, and, and we make a change. Like a whole 360 spin will be one way this day. Mm-hmm. And then the other day we make a whole 360 spin and turn around. That's what we need. All of us need to make a change and make a turn around. But, you know, at, at times, change can be hard. But if it's meant to be and meant to happen, and when God says move, we got to move. We can't say, okay, I don't want to move. I, I, I'm, 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 you know, I ain't going to take, you know, uh, God's 
encouragement right now, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna stick in there for a little bit more while. But but when that door closes, when God opens that door, you gotta be able to have faith and walk through it. And, right. and, and, you, and then you, you, you don't take the left when He say walk through it, and you say, you know what, that door gonna close, and I'm gonna. I'm just waiting a little bit long. You can't you can't wait, but you gotta when you wait it and then he opened that door, you gotta walk through it. Because when you don't, nine out of ten, you ain't gonna get that chance again in life. And when it come up, who knows when it's gonna come up? You don't know. But when that time comes, you have faith until then, you, you keep on praying, you keep on giving thanks, and even when he bring you through it and you walk through that door, you gotta still give thanks when they bring you through it. Continue to trust. Right. And show and show everyone the good of Christ and the love that you have for God, for Jesus, for the Holy Spirit, for your family, for for because we all are family. Amen. Amen. All of us around the globe Amen. are family. God Amen. made us all. Jesus died for not just uh, us, but all families all over. We Amen. all are family Amen. all around the globe. So we gotta learn to work together, and we gotta understand our faith. Our faith is key. And if we have strong faith, you know, anything that these doctors say you may have or, or maybe battling cancer or whatever. If you've got a strong faith and, and, and you understand, you know, prayer is key and everything. And, you know, you may be losing your hair or, 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 or anything. But if you have faith and strong faith and your faith is strong, you'll see change happen. You know, once they do that little, little test again, mm-hmm. it may not be nothing on there. Exactly. They might say, you know, it's completely gone. But you you got to understand, okay, if your faith is uh, clear and it's sincere and, and you're trusting right. in God it's all the way, right you're trusting Him all the way and you're being sincere daily and you're trusting in Him Monday through Friday, year by year, even when you're going through it, that's going through something. Yeah. When you got that's cancer, it. when you got cancer and you're homeless, you're going through something. But when God bring you through it, when you, when you get back up, he went like like when the son say uh by Donna McClurgan, get back up again, mm-hmm. get back up again. When you when you're low and you're down, you gotta get back up. Right. You gotta you gotta get back up. When he say get up, hey, you gotta get up mm-hmm. because you're going through this now because you got this sickness. Hey, you know you ain't you ain't out of that yet now. You ain't not. But you gotta have faith. Get into your word. You know if you weren't in the word before you had this sickness or after you had. Before, when they bring you through it, you got to still give him the glory because yeah. he brought you through it. You could have died, but God brought you through it. So we got to understand, you know what? He's taking us through something, but we got to be willing to uh, fight all the way. Give all the way. Give 110% and not 90 We can't give half and want, want, want a release or something or to be truly healed. We got to be willing to give our all, pray, trust in God. Show action by when we trust and have faith. Faith is not just saying you have faith, but it's by action. Showing that, that you have faith by giving. Showing faith right. by encouraging others. Okay, yeah. because you homeless right now, this is not forever. This is temporary. You got to have faith and understand, you know what, I'm going through this. Maybe addiction of alcohol, maybe of drugs. But right now, this is something you're going through. This is addiction, but you, you got to say it's temporary. You can't say, okay, I'm going to be through this. I'm going to be on this forever. You can't say forever because life is not forever. You live once and once you, your, your life is over, you don't have, you can't go back on things. But while you're alive, while your heart is pumping, while you are alive, you got to give thanks to God daily. Thank Him for the love. Thank you for His love and trust in Him. Thank you, Lord, for for all things, for a home, for, for a roof over my head, clothes on my back. 
family all over and be thankful. Mm -hmm. And when you are thankful, that's what it's about, you know. And what do you guys say about it? That kind of, it's kind of shocking. Because sometimes that stuff can actually really happen in in life sometimes. What's that? Mm. What what's that can happen? What you say? Like it can happen at any time. What you saying? Like what? What am I saying? You speak out. Like all the people, the kids, like the people in juvie, and they teaching them a lesson, and they only got one chance. Like what you saying? What am and I saying? You gotta speak up. You heard, so you gotta you gotta explain. What you saying about the kids in, in juvie? Like the kids in juvie, they they trying to they, while they in there, they learn the lesson. What what would the life be like? What would the life be like if they if they keep doing what they was doing? And they have they got a chance they can change that. Through through, through praying to God and, and then, what else? Anyway, they go to church and giving God's gift, giving God, giving God their own full time. But they gotta another thing. They gotta have action. They gotta okay if they want to stay out of there, stop don't stop doing what they needed to do. You know, they gotta uh, stay from doing hanging with the wrong people, uh, hanging with the wrong friends. Them friends they ain't no friends if they doing all this foul stuff. Exactly. You know you gotta. Okay, and then a lot of times, a lot of the kids, God put them in there for them to learn. Because once they go in there, they'll sit for a while and they, they can think. You know, and so when they get back out, God sent them in there. So when they get back out, they know, okay, I got to turn on a new leaf. But a lot of them, they, they, they don't have that guidance out of that encouragement. So they then they do something crazy and then they go to big boy jail, big boy prison. Absolutely. And, and what what is that? You know, what did they learn? Then, but, and a lot of times, uh, God put them in there because He's saving them. Because anyone, maybe they was robbing somebody's house or, or got caught or whatever, that person could have shot them dead. But God put them in there, those the kids in there, for them to learn. You sit and you learn, and and, and you be encouraged. So when you get out, you make a change. You know, so so the juvenile, that's when they little kids. So, but at a certain age, they mess up 18 years old, they go in the big boy jail. Right, absolutely. You know, and then, then they got to deal when they come out, they're going to be uh, uh, comfy, mm -hmm. you know. And they, in the society, they label them as, you know, you don't get no job, you got a comfy, you got a, you got a record. So that's why you know, but a lot of kids today they don't have that encouragement. They they they, uh, grant that auto car, steal cars, mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, and and they don't have any encouragement. The maybe the mother and the father are not, uh, there for encouragement like they need to be. And that's that's what's wrong with society today. They don't have that guidance, and and they getting the guidance from the streets, and and they, that's what they call their family, and they can't they you know, and then it, it's too late when they do that. It's too late when and then the parents want to go in the courtroom and fuss and stuff. But where were you when that your child was out there robbing cars late night on the street, walking around, you know, doing whatever? Mm -hmm. 
But then when that happens, then they like, oh man, my my baby. But okay, your baby gonna be going to jail either way, you know. So, you know, we gotta, you you know, that's what parents' job is to encourage their children, keep them encouraged, allow them to trust in the Lord, and keep them in the Word, and keep you know, it, yeah, and keep them safe and protect them. And a lot of them not, a lot of parents are not doing that. Cause they got other things going on, and you know they got to think. Okay, when I'm, when they're not kids anymore, so they got to say, you know what, my responsibility is my family, so I gotta protect, like you said, protect, watch over, look after, encourage them. Okay, this is what you need to do. Go to school, get your education, and you can be whatever you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. If you be encouraged and be strict on them, you know a lot of parents are, 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 are let them let the children run over, and they don't, you know, they they're much of the friend instead of the parent, and they just let them do whatever, and, and they're all about their own life, they're about self and not their children. So they, you know, and and you know that's what society is growing up to be, and and you gotta think. I say every day, I'm like, okay, this is the what we are gonna be living leaving behind. This world is going to be crazy. If this is the, the, the children that we are leaving behind. And it's sad. But it's true. But it starts with uh, encouragement. One another encouraging one another. Families working together. Encouraging. Going to church. Staying in the word daily. Staying focused. Staying encouraging. Working together. Working together for each other good. For for good of Christ and it. Of, our father above. You know. Because without. Without working together. And standing in the word. And standing in prayer. And a lot of parents. When when the children. Like you said. Juvenile. And they go to prison. They pray then. What was the prayer before? Don't do it now. That your, your baby is in, in juvenile. In the prison. Where was it before? That's Where was the prayers before? Well, I know that one of the major one of the scriptures when it says pray without ceasing, which means the good, the bad, the ugly. You're supposed to pray the good, the bad, the ugly. So like Absolutely. you said, having a bad day, you still got to pray. <laughs> having a good day, you're supposed to pray. You have opposition against you, you're supposed to pray. You have an affliction that's on your body, you're, you're you're supposed to pray. So it's pray without ceasing. That is a buildup of our communication. It, it, prayer is a communication between man and God. It necessarily don't mean between people, but it actually is between you and God building that relationship. Once you build that relationship and you build up also that, that establish a divine worship, um, a divine worship between you, uh, between man and God. And it also develops not just uh, self-detoxification, it also develops a self-edification among the body of Christ. Because when you're praying, it pray it brings strength. It brings strength in numbers, but also brings order. And then definitely, uh, like I said, when the kids are uh, caught up in the juvenile system and uh, you have kids that are living in group homes. I, I work in a facility that some of the kids are living in group homes. You have adults that are living in group homes. It's because during the time when they were raised, uh, they were growing up, um, they lost faith, they lost hope. They uh, they uh, either they didn't forgive themselves or they didn't forgive the parents. And then they are people that have been raped, they've been molested. You have people that are disabled. You have different functions of how a group home. So it's not necessarily for uh, adults and kids that are disabled, but it's also with people that have mental emotional damage so uh one thing i learned also 
when you talked about in the scripture uh, in Exodus, when you talk about uh, Moses, Moses actually was the one of the apostles. He was not identified as an apostle, but he was more identified as a prophet. Um, Moses at the time, like you said, during the time when they were transitioning into the wilderness and they, they, they become the famine, you know, the famine, uh, uh, the manna. And remember when the manna had failed and the only reason why the manna had failed because the relationship that Moses had through prayer, through communication to God and said, look, you know, uh, they're complaining now because we don't have no food. Just like you said, they have no food. He said, well, if I come to you, Father, when I come to you, Father, and I give myself to Father, would you produce the manna? He answered them by producing the manna. Uh, we didn't have water. We didn't have this. We didn't have that. Because the people were complaining. Like you said, they had got so comfortable because they was out in the wilderness so long. And they got so comfortable. So when he said, okay, they started complaining again. He said, God, I'm coming to you again because now we don't have no water. We ain't got nothing to drink. All the, all the brooks dried up. Everything dried up. And he allowed the rain to come. Um, certain things that, that were happening through the transition, and it was going even through the time when they had through uh, through the wilderness during the period of forty years. Forty years represent struggle. Four represent struggle. So they were going around and around, and they were like, "Okay, we knew we out there. We know we're coming out, but then we don't see it." Now you said faith is a substance of things a hope for, and evidence have not seen. You said faith is an action. Yes. Faith is action, but we also know that faith is not tangible because it's not something we can see. It's something that we have to act on it. All right. Moses act on it because of the manna. He at, he went to God and said, I, I, I'm coming to you, Father, because my children need food. I'm coming to you because now the children complain, Israel now complain about they don't have no water. So God begins to produce the rain. All right. God, look at here. They don't even have clothes. They don't have nothing. So they had, he had to produce animals to come around them so they can cut them up, you know, cut up so they can have clothes on during that time. And then because at one time they trusted God, they trusted God, but they didn't completely trust them because if they completely trust them, the manna would have never not stopped. The water would have never stopped. The food would have not, not stopped. They would have never won the family because they didn't. They at, at some point, they got so comfortable. At one point, even during that, you said the trusting in God, even like the, the calves, they were building the gold calves, they were building even through the time frame of the transition of the wilderness. They, Like you said, they had got so comfortable because they started worshiping this, they started worshiping our gods, they started having all the gold around, so they really completely had lost trust that God had to bring the famine in to get their attention. He had to stop the manna from falling from heaven because... The fact that they had lost focus, just like you said, they lost focus, is because the prayer wasn't there. The prayer wasn't, they lost it because they forgot about where they came from. They forgot about how they got there. And like I said, when they got comfortable, and sometimes people can get comfortable and they just stop praying. Because, okay, I got comfortable, I got what I got, what I can do, whatever, and, I, and, and all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, when they get in trouble, like you said, they start back praying again. So that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray without ceasing, right? Pray when, when the time, even if it's just five minutes a day or 15 minutes or whatever, you know, um, 15, 15, they got a 15, 15, 15 kind of thing is in the morning. You know, if I'm at, at work, I go to the pavilion, I go, I go in my, my place and I go in the prayer before I go to work. Cause if I don't go, if I go in there with the wrong frame of mind, then my attitude is going to be stinking. So I have to pray before I go in. Right. And during my lunch time, 
You know, you can sit around people, but I chose not to sit around people during lunchtime. I go in there and pray by myself. I like to go to my secret spot. That's my spot. I like to go to the gazebo and because there's no one there. So it was just me and God communicate, you know. But it has to be, like you said, with persistence. With persistence, you have to talk with them. And it's more the talk. Now, it's also development of tongues. The development of tongues is not for really men to understand. Development of tongues is for between you and God. Because you don't want the enemy to hear where you're getting ready to strike. You don't want to allow the enemy to know what the next level you're going to move. So sometimes you have to kind of flip the switch on the enemy because the tongues are coming through. But, like I said, with that and also constituents, Moses went on the behalf of them because he was going as a father. He's like, look, my children starving, they thirsty, they acting crazy, they going out of control. They was all right, but not, you know, I, father, I need you to do something for me. Send a sign because they're they not acting right. So he said, well, you know what? Sometimes, like you said, people, just like you talk about even the men of leprosy, the nine of leprosy, they were constituents. And the reason why I call them constituents in the spirit realm, because they only went because, like you said, they only went because they wanted healing. So they only went because they wanted something. Not because they can give back or testify about it or, or confide in someone else, but they wanted to get what they can get and move on. You have constituents in your life, just like the, the nine that was in leprosy. They will get what they want to get and they'll move on. But then the one is one that they gave thank and gave, uh, he's like a confidant. That means that he can, that, that person right there, you got a confidant like that. You can be able to confide in, you be able to talk to, you be able to cry with, you be able to fuss with, you be able to argue. That's a that's a uh, someone that's a confident. But when you got a constituent like them nine, they only came what they can get. Okay, I can get what I can get, and when I get when I'm done, I'm gonna go about my business. Now I ain't gonna tell you. I don't even matter of fact. I don't even have to give acknowledgement to you because that's what a constituent does. They don't give acknowledgement to you. They didn't even have the audacity to give acknowledgement to God. Right. Right? Or the Holy Spirit. Or Jesus himself. And he was the one that all he had to do was speak the word and they was healed. Okay, you saw it. You saw it. You're going to have people that see things and they're still not going to act right. Constituents. That's what they are. And then you have people that will say they'll fight on your side when they're really not on your Well, I'm fighting. We fight for the same cause. But I ain't got to like you. Yeah. So I'm going to deal with you. So you have to, so those are top of, and like you said, it has a lot to do with, like you said, uh, being thankful. A lot of people are not thankful. They're not even thankful for the little, the little things, the little simple things in life. They're not thankful. You know, like, do really God owe us something? No, God don't owe us anything. Really don't owe us a thing. He really don't. We owe him because he created us. Everything. He created everything that is in us, our breathing, our activity of our limbs, our yeah. thought process. Yeah. I, I mean, everything that is everything that he brings into our life is a lot to be. It is a lot to be thankful for, even for even when you're on your affliction, because he said, even if I am on the bed of affliction, he said, still yet give him thanks. Amen. That, you know, and that's what you were saying on affliction. Even I'm experiencing rough times, experiencing hell, I'm experiencing everything. Give him thanks and be sincere about it. And then guess what? I'll do what I said I would do because he said God is able. 
He's able to do exceedingly and above all that you ask for. You just have to pray without ceasing. You just have to be thankful for what you have done, everything that you have done. You have to trust him wholeheartedly. You have to be sincere about it. And don't be like an Indian giver because some of us are like Indian givers. But like, oh, I thank you, God, for what you're doing, and everything's going good now. And I, I don't, I ain't been praying, I ain't been doing nothing, you know, because I got too comfortable. That's exactly what happened right. to the children of Israel. They had got comfortable like that because right. they were so used to God doing things for them. Yeah. So that makes me feel at some point that the children of Israel act like constituents too at well at some point until. There was a complete turnaround. When there was a complete turnaround, then they they changed their mind. They, right. They they started losing hope, and doing other things. Yeah, because they were changing. Well, like you said, one minute they was here, the next minute was there. One minute is there, the next minute there. They were changing so much because their mind was so boggled about all these things that happened. Like, okay, look, he parted. He took the rod and parted the Red Sea. Okay. He matter of fact, when the people were running after y'all, Pharaoh and and army running after y'all, he. Close it up and drown them. What more do you want? That's what God said Especially to them. Seeing that, that that'll be a sight to see. Okay, let me tell you. Even when the blood moon, the first blood moon in the Bible, when the first we talk about the first blood moon, when Joshua was with Joshua um, prophesied, and Joshua spoke about that blood moon. That moon was telling you, okay, famine was getting ready to take place. Uh, even during the famine, even during the first blood moon, that was when the time when Pharaoh's heart became hardened. And he said, guess what? Well, you know what? Since you think you since, since it's going to be like that, since you think you say who you are, he said, how about I killed every firstborn? Every firstborn. Every firstborn. Every male. I'm going to kill him. So when he sent it out, it became hardened, right? Because his was killed. Right? right? So that first blood moon symbolize the wrath, the wrath of God. He said, because look here, I, the, it, it, all this blood that's going to be flood, it's going to be so much bloodshed in this in this little city right here. So much bloodshed in this city. So he had to, like you said, produce these things. So he had to kind of do stuff to kind of grab our attention. So that's what he did. That's what God had to do. Right. He had to do these things to grab their attention because obviously they wasn't thankful enough. You know? You know, and sometimes, like you said, we take things for granted. You know, we want to get to the point that we do not want to take it for granted. We do not not stop communicating with them because the minute that we start communicating, stop communicating, we get too comfortable. Like, you know, like you said, the parent. OK, I'm the parent. You're supposed to be parent, not your friend. Right. Right. But then as a song says, I'm a friend of God. But like you said, it's only to a certain extent. Right. I'm a friend of God because I, 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 I'm, I'm connected, but change that thing around. No, I am a child of God, not just a friend of God, because he's the one that created us. Man did not create us. We, we, you know, we was, you know, all this was, all this credit. He created our mom and our dad and everything and stuff like that. So how do you think we was created through that? Right. We are the seed of Abraham. We are the seed of David. We are the seed of Jacob. Okay, Jacob. Well, Jacob was the twelve. The is the twelve. The twelve Israelites. The twelve states were the Israelites, and each of them was all descendants from, like you said, from Joseph's brothers. That's how the tribes developed through the brothers. So, if he said that we are the seed and the inheritance of that, like you said, there's no reason why that we have to stop communicating with him. You said that prayer, prayer is, like you say, is a necessity. 
It's not something that you have to do. It's a necessity and your life depends on it. Absolutely. And when we realize that our life, I hope I'm not talking too much, but if, when your life depends on it, that is, like you said, that is a necessity. Prayer is the key. Forgiveness is the key. Uh, being thankful is the key. Right. Those are the major things. And if we cannot master that and we cannot come to conclusion with that, then what happened, that affliction that we always, um, that affliction will continue to remain on us until we understand what it means to be thankful. Because sometimes God will allow affliction to teach us a lesson to be thankful. Some of us. Sometimes he allows us to put us in, like you said, in the predicament to see how we're going to get, how we going to, are we going to pray ourselves out of here? Are we just going to sit here and bloat? Are we going to sit here and complain? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going through the test of the waters? There's a test, like you said, the test. Israel, when you think of a desert state, the desert state represents the test. That's what we're going through. Each and every day is a test. We are going through the wilderness every single day. And sometimes we may look like we might see water in the desert, like a mirage. You know, the enemy sends a distraction towards us, you know, and, and, and he's sending the form of people. He's sending the form of anything that's, you know, that we love the most. Right. So he sends that. So because he sent that to us, uh, uh, like you said, we have to be able to pray without ceasing. Right. Because... The only way that we can see clearly is through prayer. Mm-hmm. Spiritual awareness. Uh, the physical part. The, the visual part. The, 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 uh, the, the, the anesthetic. Anesthetic. We said the anesthetic is, is the physical. Because there's the eye gates. We have the ear gates. We have the fingers. The touching. All that. All that we have. All that is affected through prayer. All of that. All of that is affected. Else? You want to say anything, Doc? How were you saying? Um, um, what she was saying, they kind of remind me of something. Something about the blood moon. What? Yeah, it reminded me of this movie I watched one time. It was like an, Egypt, an, an Egyptian movie mm-hmm. where it had like Joseph. I think it was a pharaoh. Like, um, he f- he fell or like in a like a, you know in a deep like pulp pond, mm-hmm. and then he pulled him out, and then it was nighttime. On the part of the movie, so, uh, they painted the doors. The doors red, mm-hmm. so it, they can avoid what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like a white mm-hmm. aura that was long mm-hmm. that came through the village. Mm-hmm. Some people had there and didn't have. Some people had the marks, but didn't. Some didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. And mo- the moment it touched them, they fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. So what? A, what? A, what did you get from what uh, we were, your mom was saying? That we had to, um, that God, we owe God for what he did for us, like what he created us to live and, and what he did. And, and thinking about we, that we still live in, to have families and friends. And 
Well, you know the purpose of the the purpose of the the, the purpose of the blood moon. The reason why they put the moon rest red. Like I said, remember when hardened Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and uh, what they had to do in order what it was that was signaling to let God know, okay, I'm getting ready to come through the village. Even though even though he said, okay, I killed every firstborn, he said, but I'm coming back. And when I do it. Like you said, he sent the mist. That was the Holy Spirit. He sent the mist. He said, but what I want you to do, I want you to put blood, post blood, like a cross, just like this. Just like an X, actually, a cross on the top of the door. And what it is that signifies, like you said, a sign, it signifies the mark. Okay, the mark said, okay, well, I'm going through. He said, but I'm going to pass each one of those doors that have It's like a barrier. But it was a blood. It's a blood. That's the blood. We are well. Blood is a form of a contact. One is the blood of Jesus, so we know that's power. So you should, if, if, if he took a lamb, and what they did was they took the lamb, they cut, they cut the lamb up, right. and they put the blood on the post, like on the post, on the doors. So when, when the spirit went through, it did not kill them. It only killed the ones, you notice, it did not have the mark on it, or did not have the blood post on it, mm -hmm. okay? But guess what? They had a relationship. That's why prayer was important. Joshua, prayer is important. If you don't have communication with God, which is the most important thing, you won't survive. You will die, just like in, just in that story. They had to have a communication with God. And the only reason why they knew about the, the blood and they knew about cutting the lamb is because they were communicating with God. And God showed them exactly I'm gonna give you instruction, just like you said when, when, well, um, when remember when they did the uh, the Ten Commandments, okay? He went on the mountain and they gave, you know, God gave him instruction. But like you said, it was through prayer and consecration, right? Through prayer and consecration. So it's the same thing. They were given instruction before the moon. The moon was just like you said, a sign to let them know, okay, I'm getting on uh, God. I'm, God said I'm coming through. He said, but I'm gonna come through vengeance. But He said the word of God said what the vengeance is. Mine, he said, but the only way, but you know why he went through is because there was no forgiveness, just like you said. The reason why the sign of the blood moon is because when Pharaoh's heart was hardened, he had no forgiveness. So, because his son was killed, right? His son was killed, he had no forgiveness. And so, you know what? God said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab your attention. So, since you want to kill my people, <laughs> I'm gonna come through and kill you, I'm gonna kill every one of yours. That don't have that mark. So when you look at.